You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. This is the Classic Auto Mall Podcast. Broadcast from the studios inside the Classic Auto Mall in Morgantown, Pennsylvania. Yes, the Classic Auto Mall is a real mall. Just one hour west of Philadelphia at Pennsylvania Turnpike Exit 298. Featuring nearly 1,000 classic, vintage, and barn find vehicles for sale under one climate-controlled roof. Now, here's your host, Classic Auto Mall President and the man with all the toys, Stuart Howden. Good morning. Good morning, Steve. How you doing? Man, oh man, oh man, what a beautiful day. We're having, uh, our inventory is absolutely out of control. We're, we have, we have too many cars. And I forgot my cell phone. Thank you to my lovely bride for bringing my phone. Because even though I have it off, I can't miss it. There might be a call that I missed that I can't return. But yet, right. I can see that I, you know. Yeah. Because there could be a call that I could get that could be the one. And therefore, I could. Oh, thank you, honey. Uh, and therefore, I could uh, miss the one. Right. And you don't want to always, miss the always, one. especially if you as a car specialist. Oh my gosh! If, if I, I, I the, the one time I leave it behind is the time I, the guy calls and says, <laughs> right, I'm, ready to, "I'm ready to take that deal." You know, uh, <laughs> one of our guys one time lives about 45 minutes from here and got all the way here and realized he didn't have his phone and. Could not, literally couldn't function the rest. I mean, had to go home and That's get right. it. Sure. So an hour and a half to go, 45 minutes to go back and 45 minutes to come back again. Because otherwise, he said, I can't work. I, yeah. I'm, I'm like lost. It's true. Everything's there. And you might miss that there. call. The guy goes, hey, uh, you know who this is. I know I really want to say my name, but, you know, I want to buy those 10 cars there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, and the thing about it is, is that you, you just never know what call is going to be what. And, and I may not be able to call him right now on the show, but certainly want to have the you know, to see it, to know that I need to get that done just sure. as soon as we're done with the show. Yep. So anyway, welcome to show number 120. Hi, everybody. For those of us keeping score here, uh, we are airing for the first time on December the 23rd. So it's almost Christmas. It is. Merry Whoa. Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. I see I got a nice gift over here. Yeah. Thank you, Steve. You're welcome. Whoever else was involved in this. Yeah. The uh, for portraits of the 60s of Formula One. This is so cool. And, you know, of course, Formula One's changed a little bit since the 60s. I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just, just a little bit. safer. A little smidgen, you know. Quicker, yeah. quicker and safer. Yeah. We have the uh, play seat driving game that we've talked about. And I played it last night. Oh. I was driving, uh, where was I? Driving, uh, gosh, what, uh, China, uh-huh. uh, which is a hard track. There's very hard, hard, hmm. medium, and then easy. And easier is like Canada, and there's you know it's just you can flow and it's good. And then there's mm. others that your mm. your wheel and of course you don't take your you know it's not like driving down you know cruising <laughs> down the road you know with two your hands. arm on top. You got two hands, six and nine, and you don't lift them. You don't like turn with one hand uh-huh. and try to turn the wheel too far because then when you do, you're way out of kilter when right. it comes back. So right. you're you're this, like, and if any further than this, yeah. You're just going to run off the road. Uh, <laughs> and for our listeners, this means his arms are crossed. In the, uh, in the handcuff behind, in front of you, for the, those of us so who are claustrophobic. Yeah, you're not doing this, or you're not, or you're not sliding it, you know, how it slides through your hands. Yeah, oh, right, 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 right. Wheel or, or that it comes back on its own. So anyway, um, enough about that. Of stuff that can't be seen on radio and podcasting and whatever. Although we are recording all of these to be on YouTube. Yep. Uh, as well as, all the different podcast sites that we're on. Why? What podcasts say you? Oh, How about there. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Podcast Index, 
uh, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Plus Alexa, Podcast Addict, Podchaser, Podca- Pocket Casts, I always get there on Deezer, Listen Notes, Player FM, Google Assistant, and America's Web Radio, Saturdays at 10 a.m. So we're on all of those sites. And if you go to our website, ClassicAutoMall.com, you'll see the listing of those and a link to those as well, too. Um, and so that's a lot of places to be. I don't know how many views we get contiguously through all those, but uh, I don't know. Imagine. But a lot of the, a lot of the stuff is is uh, ending up on YouTube. So yeah. check out our YouTube channel. We got a bunch of different stuff over there: test drives and shorts and uh, podcast episodes and podcast clips as yeah. well, and even some uh, curated content that we're creating here. Yes. Some little uh, dioramas, if you will, <laughs> with our boy Garrett. Right. Oh, right. Great. Got a big film coming up yeah, soon. He's going to get credit. Uh, Garrett's that, right? debut, acting debut. Acting debut. And oh, it's obvious. They're going <laughs> to. In a good so, way. It's you know, fun. You know, it's yeah, kitschy. Well, it's kitschy, and that's good. Garrett's on his way to uh, Christmas vacation right okay. now. Okay. So. I know that he's on, on an airplane right now, and I also know that when he lands, he's going to have about 1,100 emails and voicemails. And, he's a busy guy. Yeah, because he's hand, not only is he our car specialist, but he also handles the transportation. And, of course, every car that comes in or goes needs some kind of transportation. So, sure. you know, we've got, uh, as of today, how about 1,096 cars in them? And uh, <clears throat> we were over 1,100 there briefly last week or this week. Uh, but then some left and some mm-hmm. sold and some bought. And it's interesting, lately seems to be higher end cars are selling. Not sure why that is. There's no real rhyme or reason mm-hmm. to it. But, uh, but for some reason, we're selling the higher end cars right now. And we sold three Vipers last. Is that right? Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, so, yeah. Out of the four we have, four yeah, or five we yeah, have. Yeah. yeah. That's so amazing. Yeah. And, and, and it's funny because we may have gone for, Couple, yeah, three, four months without selling. Easily, one, yeah. You know, easily, and, and, and there, there's no rhyme or reason to this business, which is good and bad. And this is the first uh, day I've come in, and there's no line of cars out the out the receiving area. Yeah. So that's uh, well, that's a good and bad. But yeah. uh, we got plenty of cars here. We got plenty of cars. We got plenty <laughs> to do. It's not like we just need them because we're bored. <laughs> you know, to do what we do on a regular basis is pretty amazing. I mean, to take in thirty or thirty-five cars a week and to get you know, a professional set of pictures, uh, video, a, a description that takes, you know, it's not just, you know, doesn't write itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, Peter, who does our, who was on our podcast not too long ago, who does all the content editing and, and pictures, you know, I mean, the amount of work goes into it because no two cars are the same, even if they're the same year, make, and model, same color, yeah, same I, engine, I'm, same transmission, still mm-hmm. not the same car. Always amazed that he's able to write <laughs> yeah. two different stories on the same kind of car. Yeah. As, as we learn in, um, uh, now I can't forget, Carfax. Right. Where they had the two car, two vehicles and right. one smashed and one wasn't. Yeah, they each have a different, worth, yeah. different story. And this one's worth 18000 and this one's worth 23000 Yeah. And that's what we always tell you. And I'm going to tell you again because I'm, this is my Christmas gift to all of our listeners. Oh. When you, uh, <laughs> when you have an accident and it's not your fault, not only is the other party's insurance company to pay you for the damage and the repair, but they should also pay you for the decreased value mm. of said car. Ooh. Because now, yeah. if it's got a Carfax that says it was in an accident, mm-hmm. five years from now you go to sell it, guess what? Mm-hmm. The one without an accident is going to be worth 10000 and the one with an accident is going to be worth 6000 Yes, so. that's right. I'm glad that Carfax delineates now between... Major damage and minor damage. Exactly. They, they didn't do that. And where it was on the car. So that's, yeah. that's nice, actually. Yeah, because some things are 
considered an accident, and it's a rub of the bumper, literally. Exactly. Right? Uh, and that shouldn't diminish the value of a car. Now, if the whole quarter panel is caved in, or it's been on its roof, or you right. know, it's got yeah. hail damage that covers head to toe, yep. uh, then that's a different story. So, but... Um, yeah, Carfax is figuring it out. And then, of course, there's other sites that we use, too, uh, to check the, the vehicle VIN number and to make sure that there's not duplicate titles or that there's not a, it's not stolen or because we run into that as well, too, as we've talked sure. on the show, where a tractor has the same serial number mm-hmm. as a 1934 Packard. Because in 34 Packards, you might have a seven-digit serial number. It wasn't even a VIN number back then. Because uh, a VIN number is a specific thing. It's a vehicle identification number. It's not just random digits, you know, that the manufacturer says, let's start at one and go to 5,000. <laughs> right. Um, it's specific to the country, year, make, and model, transmission, engine. It's a code. Blah, blah, blah. It's a code. Yeah. And it's it's decodable. Yes, it is. Yeah. And we do that. Uh, that's what Justin does. One of our guys, it's all he does. That's right. He just decodes cars all day. You can see the Camaro was an original slant six, and now it's a V8. You know, it's a V8, and and that's okay as long as it's advertised properly. What we don't want to do is sell you a car that you think came as a 396, and it turns out it was a a six-cylinder, two-speed power glide. Although we did sell a six-cylinder, two-speed power glide Camaro convertible, which was really an unusual car because you rarely see them. Why? Because they make perfect candidates to put a big motor in sure. and either try to fool somebody or make a resto mod mm-hmm. out of. So you're not hurting the value of one that might. I mean, because the 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 disparity between the lowest in Camaro and the highest in Camaro factory spec could be a twenty thousand dollar car and a two hundred and fifty thousand dollar car. Same with Corvettes. Mm-hmm. You could have a nineteen sixty seven Corvette that came with a three twenty seven and the two-speed power glide or whatever, and it would be worth, you know, thirty grand. And then the one that came with the 427, 435 horse, tri-power, blah, 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 yeah. you know, could be worth a significantly different mm-hmm. amount of money. And I don't think a lot of people always realize that. Uh, and Was that the red one that's the, the, the uh-huh. red one sell? The, the 68 Camaro. Yeah, I bet yeah. that's more rare than cars that have been modified over the years or the engines have been replaced. And Camaro is. I like it. I did, too. I, that I, car I think, was spectacular. Yeah, yeah. It was, it obviously, it was very well done, yep. uh, number one. But number two, it was, I like the fact that it went back to original, that mm-hmm. it was what it, what it, how it was born. And, and I'm a big proponent of originality when it comes to cars. I'm not against resto mods. I like resto mods. I think resto mods are kind of cool because... You get the look and coolness with all mm-hmm. the modern conveniences. And listen, some of those modern conveniences aren't just, you know, the lazy man stuff. It's not heated seats and cup holders. It's anti-lock brakes. It's, uh, you know, better suspension. It's better tires, certainly, than bias ply tires, which sure. would come on a lot of these That's cars right. in the 60s. And so all of that factors into a safer and better, arguably, driver experience. So, I mean, I get that. And I get why people put, you know, Willwood disc brakes on a car. <laughs> exactly. You know? It makes sense. For sure. Or modern tires. I mean, you can't hardly fault somebody for wanting to be a little bit safer. And especially if you're using that said car to go take your grandkids to the you know, mm-hmm. ice cream store. Mm-hmm. I had a dream last night. I was in like a 34 Packard and the brakes <laughs> wouldn't work. You know, really? I was like standing on the brakes. And mm-hmm. yeah, I woke up this morning and I thought, you know, that's one of those things that you have to be, when you drive one of these cars, people ask us all the time, oh, can I drive this car home to Florida? Well, you probably could, but you really shouldn't. Mm-hmm. And just because... Listen, it is so easy to get in a car and not test everything like you should. You're excited. It's, it's a true. new car. And well, all your of a blinders sudden, are on. Your blinders are on. <clears throat> and you get halfway down the road, mm-hmm. and the brakes don't work, yep. or this doesn't work, or it doesn't it doesn't do what it's supposed to do. It doesn't turn like it's supposed to turn. It doesn't 
stop like it should and it doesn't go like it should. You can't get out of the way. And I mean, the car that you got out of would do all those things without even thinking about mm-hmm, it. You know, exactly. it's, it's, you know, it's no brainer, no brainer, but it's a brainer <laughs> when you get that. So, um, oh, look, see, I can turn away. You can. And we got you on mic with my new microphone. I look like, uh, what who am I? Al Michaels doing That's the, right. uh, yeah. the play. Although I, I think they fired him. I, he did, yeah. I they, liked Al Michaels. I do, too. Or I still like him. I'm not I, saying he's, 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 he's on Prime. No, yeah. he's on, he's, I know, but they fired him from, from NFL. The, the NFL, NBC, ABC, CBS. They part of, yeah, they oh, they're, they're idiots because he's, he's so good. Mm-hmm. Still, even at his age, he's just uh, he's outstanding. And then there's some that are so bad. Yeah, They're so hard to listen to. There's just some of them that you just go, oh, my God, how does this guy have a job? But... And, you know, it's one of those things. So, uh, anyway, um, I was going to do cars sold this week and where they went, but uh, we can do that, I guess, after the break because we are on no schedule today because we have no guests. It's just me and you <laughs> and it. JR and yeah. Randy somewhere back Randy's in there. Randy's back there. Kathy fetching my phone and uh, talking cars. Talking cars. Give it, give us a tease. What's, what are you going to talk, what about? talk what's, about? What's your next fit? segment? Well, next segment, we might talk about some new inventory and maybe a car movie oh. it has something to do. With a gentleman who is well known. That's right. Car guy. In the city of Memphis, Tennessee. Big car guy. Big and car guy. Where there might be a Super Bowl. Could be a Super Bowl. Could possibly be. They certainly have the facilities for a Super Bowl. They have nice facilities. Mm-hmm. It's amazing how much money's in the NFL, right? With these studios, I mean, these studios, these, these stations. I mean, <laughs> Put your teeth back in, man. Uh, yeah, I think it's this thing. I think it's throwing me it's throwing No, you I'm off. just kidding. I, I actually kind of am enjoying this because I can you? just kind of bop around and I'm still the same as I'm doing. There you go. So, and those of you who can't see this, good for you. It's a headset mic. It's a headset mic, and that's all. You look like Mike Joy. Yeah, I look like Mike Joy. There you go. Don't have that voice, but uh, mm-hmm. uh, we'll get close second. Anyway, when we return to the Classic Auto Mall podcast, we'll talk about some new inventories some car movies and all kinds of other fun stuff. We'll see you in a couple minutes. It's all about cars and car people on the Classic Auto Mall podcast. Listen to new shows every week on AmericasWebRadio.com at 9 a.m. Eastern. After that, episodes are available there and on podcast providers such as Spotify and Google Play. Each week, Classic Auto Mall president Stuart Howden serves as your podcast host and interviews personalities from every aspect of the automotive world. Collectors, photographers, classic car dealers, and everyone in between. You don't want to miss an episode of the Classic Auto Mall podcast. Check out more at ClassicAutoMall.com. When it comes to car magazines, are you tired of reading about mega-dollar collector cars you can't afford, or endless reporting on auctions and how-to tech stories that don't interest you? Then Crankshaft is the car magazine for you. Crankshaft is a 144-page softcover quarterly filled with all sorts of fascinating stories, the type of car features you won't find anywhere else. It features American and foreign cars, pre- and post-war era cars of distinction including sports cars, muscle cars, and regular family sedans too. To discover what many car enthusiasts are saying is the best car magazine ever published, you can purchase either a single copy for $12.95 plus $3 postage, or a one-year subscription, four issues, for $59.95. To order your copy, go to www.crankshaftmagazine.com. That's www.crankshaftmagazine.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back with the Classic Auto Mall podcast. I said to give you a raise. You bought me a Christmas gift. and uh, Oh, yeah. Well, that's, yeah. that's the idea. And there's a... <laughs> Let's see. All right. So what's the ratio? If, for every $10, you get a... 
Dollar an hour raise? Is that mm-hmm. how that works? Okay. All right. I, I know that there's some formula that Miss Manners has come up with that depending on what you give your boss for Christmas. That- well, as long as we're discussing it, I, I have one for you also. And I have not <laughs> been around to the front of your house. Do you have a mailbox by the side of the road? I do not because uh-huh. in Morgantown, we don't have mailboxes. And you know why? Because I don't have home delivery for mail. Swear to God. Oh, no. What do you do? do? (laughs) Well, you go to the post office. They give you a P.O. box for free. Uh, and you go to the post office. He'll find another use. Well, I'm too, not- well, too bad because for your mailbox, <laughs> I got you a uh, a applique of a '57 Chevy Bel Air. How about we'll find a cool place to put it beyond the mailbox? Am I the only one on the planet who probably doesn't? Have, I mean, you could get somebody for their mailbox, and 99.99999 percent right. of the time. They're going to have a mailbox. Yeah, or or my they my dad was a postmaster, and it's right. it's either home de- home delivery where the mailman walks a route and drops it in your house or a mail slot, or it's they call it a mounted route right. where the boxes are out by the road. Right, and so no, you have to go to the post office to get your mail. What about here? Uh, we have to go to the post office to get our mail. Yeah, boxes, packages as well too. They don't deliver anything to these doors right here. Hmm. And you know what's interesting anymore? Oh, boy, here we're going down another rabbit hole. Um, <laughs> well, the other day, we had something delivered. We had a, a printer, a $600 mm-hmm. printer mm-hmm. delivered, and it was on a Friday evening to a business, and they left it on the on the stoop, <laughs> if you will, of the front of the building, as if nobody might be back here till Monday, and didn't seem to matter. Huh. Just left it there and uh, hope it's there come Monday. Relatively low crime rate in Morgantown, but still, that's, yeah. But that's still that's that's asking for somebody to become a criminal. Last weekend, where I have moved, there are three townhouses in a row, and mine is in the front. And for some reason, that's the one where they always drop the packages. Drop everything, yeah. It was pouring rain last weekend, and they left it outside rather than up to one of the porches where it has a covering. <laughs> the box was soaking wet. I don't know what was inside of it because it was for one of the other neighbors. Hopefully but. it wasn't a paper mache. <laughs> yeah, or anything, you know. Maybe it was a piece of steel or and then it won't matter. Or so. electronics or something like that. Anyway, yeah. again, I uh, forgot to thank the Pat Travers Band who are going to be in Fort Myers, Florida. <laughs> oh, saw that. All right. Right. Yeah, yeah we I, did. Yeah, JR decided that we needed to make a trip down there and then also, yeah. and we could also go to the podcast Seminar that's yeah. in Orlando as well. I said Podfest. maybe, ne- maybe Podfest. next year. Podfest. Yes. Maybe, maybe next year. Okay. Um, but we'll see. We probably should do more things like that we because learn there's a lot so to learn. Much. There's yeah. so much to learn. There's so much to know. Mm-hmm. But there are a lot of secrets people don't give up either. I've noticed a lot of radio sure. conventions. That's like uh, the engineering you picked up more than you did at the actual programming right. seminars. Yeah, because they're not going to tell you stuff that they do right. that's cool, that yeah. works well, you know, throwing turkeys out of a plane <laughs> or, you know, any of that stuff. But uh, anyway, and if you want to learn more about all this Stuff we're talking about. Uh, you can go to our website, classicautomall.com. I always start to call it newsletter.com. Mm-hmm. Classicautomall.com and sign up for our newsletter. Uh, the last one we sent was 41,000 wow. emails. Yeah. I mean, it was, uh, it's amazing. And the open rate is well over 50%. And our click through, this is all, I mean, nothing to most people. The click through right. rate is like six to 8%. And all these numbers are, Double or tri- if not triple from what the normal uh, opening stuff. I mean, we have a mobile. My partner has a mobile home park. He said 
They send an, an email, and if they get one open, they do a little jig. Because, <laughs> you know, mobile homes aren't sexy like cars are. You know, we have an easy thing to do. Our, ours is easy to 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 have people want to see what we have because they're cool-looking old cars. Yeah. They're visually very cool. Mm-hmm. And so a mobile home is not necessarily that. So I, right. I, I get that. So uh, anyway, cars sold this week, you might ask? Yes. Oh, goody. I've been waiting to do this for almost a whole segment. And a plus, how about Bardstown, Kentucky, Diamond Bar, California, Hadiello, Puerto Rico, Pelham, Alabama, Sarasota, Florida, somewhere in Delaware, Pahrump, Nevada. I know. Oh, I've been there. I've been there, been too. Been to Pahrump? Yep. Is, yeah. that, is that a correct? Yeah, outside of Vegas. Yep. Oh, okay. It's where one of the best little um, uh-huh. oh, careful. places careful. in <laughs> Vegas are. Okay. Pahrump. How about the name? Pahrump. Pahrump. Uh, yeah, I like yeah. that. Douglasville, Pennsylvania. Visalia, California. New Hyde Park, New York. Clifton, Virginia. Waynesboro, Virginia. Coopersburg, Pennsylvania. Sharptown, Pennsylvania. Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Harvard de Grace, Maryland. And Newtown Square, Pennsylvania. How about that? Been to Harvard de Grace. I've been there too. It's a yeah. cool little, little town. town. It is a neat little town. Yep. And there's a, a crab house. A, some yep, Bob's Crab Probably. House or whatever there, and it's really good. Good Italian restaurant there, too. Uh, I'll tell you a story. I was going down to meet my brother. I had to go to the bathroom so bad, <laughs> and they have a public. They had a public bathroom out right, on the river. Yeah. I'm like, oh, my <laughs> God, this is the greatest. Who has the greatest that? little town. Uh, yeah. It's the best little townhouse and, in, oh, be, and, be, <laughs> in Maryland. Chick, and it was Chicken Ranch, best little Chicken Ranch, because <laughs> back in the day when they had the commercial. Was it but Dolly Parton was in the movie? Yeah, it was the a, best little whorehouse in Texas. Yeah, and, yeah, they didn't want to, and they didn't want to say whorehouse on radio, right. so they changed the ads to Chicken Ranch. <laughs> and, and Burt Reynolds was in that as yeah. well, too. Yeah, so. Eleven states, uh, including Puerto Rico. Yeah, uh, because US Puerto Rico is a territory slash state. U.S. protector. If you look through the States, if you're like having to do a drop down menu on buying something, yes. Puerto Rico yes. is literally after Pennsylvania. Yeah, if you put the P in, only the P of Puerto yeah. Rico usually comes in. Yeah. What, do you habla espanol here? No, we do not. Oh, I mean, no. I, you know, uno, so, dos, somebody tres, does. uno tres, dos, cuatro, cinco, seis, siete, ocho, nueve, diez, once, dos, Yeah, that's the high school Spanish. I like get to me. 20. That's yeah. the only thing I know. Uh, and and uh, si, senor. <laughs> yeah, we I used to do uh, you know, the Arbitron ratings for right, radios. Right. I used to go to Maryland and read the diaries that people would write down, and I would get the markets like Miami and San right. Diego, and I would re- translate them based on my high school Spanish, and it was always like, Mi gusta Z104, el musica es muy bien, so I could translate it into, I like Z104 and it's good music. <laughs> my, high school French, my high school French was did enable me to get that Quebec uh, consignment, because they, they, they didn't speak English, and they came to Hershey, and I was able to just muddle through with yeah. some bonjour, been, ça va, ça va bien. Has okay. that been a few years? Oh, yeah. about 40, <laughs> about 40. Ish. Yep. Right. Yeah. So, so anyway, um, so our new little segment that we're doing, not new, we're revising our segment is car movies or movies that prominently feature cars or <laughs> cars are in them or the name is car related. They're just barely in them, yeah. Hey, no, 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 no. This one, this one qualifies as way up there as a car movie. <laughs> oh, my And gosh. one that you wouldn't think is a car movie. It's not like it's trying to be a serious movie, but yet there's some serious hardware in this movie. There are. The movie... Viva Las Vegas, baby. Viva, Viva Las Vegas. How about a race car driver preparing for the Grand Prix whiles his time in Las Vegas working as a waiter to pay for his new engine 
and soon strikes up a romance with a beautiful young woman, Anne Margaret, who is Yikes. 90% of the movie. She, it is the Anne Margaret show yeah. up until about 118. And, and uh, apparently they had a little thing in the movie. Yeah. I mean, not in the movie. Outside, outside of the movie. Outside I the mean, movie. there's, there's energy there, obviously. She's right. spectacular. I mean, yeah. and she's barely dressed throughout the entire right. movie, which is bizarre. <laughs> Especially in 1964 when this movie came out. Yeah. Right, yeah. right. I mean, it was risque for it's the time. getting into the 60s thing. So you, know? you sounds like you may have watched this movie. Well, last night. I, I've watched it. Listen, there's no bigger Elvis fan. Fan right. in this room. I mean, 50 years. I was figuring it out. 50 years I've been an Elvis fan. Right. So I've seen uh-huh. it all, but his movies do not do nothing for me. Right. But I watched it for you right. last night. I, well, I, I sat through the whole thing. And a uh, spoiler alert, yeah. the race isn't until about 119. Uh, <laughs> and the thing lasts 124. 124. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, if you go on, if you want to do the cliff notes, you can go on YouTube and uh, see the just race the, scene. Just the scene. Where they all are coming out actually the, the start best line. scene in the movie, yeah. probably. And they, uh, it's a Le Mans style start mm-hmm. where they, they, you know, get out of their cars, walk across the track, and then they stand there ready to go and then run over and open the door and jump in. And of course, the guys, in not this particular race in Le Mans in pop, you know the proper yeah. uh, with the GT40s with the extra piece that came around mm. the top of yeah. the door that must have been kind of difficult get bumped in your head on it right what do you knock yourself out and this is why the um, this is why Porsches have uh, ignition on the left side correct right because, because so they would run in turn on and turn, shift and, and the shift other. and they were not doing the same thing with both hands and that's why. The other uh, the other thing is the dog leg shift pattern, especially like on the nine twenty eights and a lot of race cars, was first was down into the left and reverse was up because you didn't really go into first very often, so you wanted to be second, third, fourth, <laughs> fifth, yep. whatever, whatever. Yep. Uh, if you those of you who are not seeing this, that would be the H pattern. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but uh, but as we <coughs> mentioned last uh, week, teased last week, who was Anne Margaret's rival? Oh yeah, I don't. I'd forgotten about that. So uh, there was a song. What? My <laughs> rival is a baby blue racing oh, car. That's oh, right. That's right. That's okay. Right. When when all of a sudden she didn't want him to. She wanted him to give up racing. Yeah. So they could be together. They just met like right. oh, three days earlier. <laughs> she's all pissed off because he's trying like, to change a man. Yeah. <laughs> what is that song? And his name in the movie was. Well, okay. It was. I, I was almost right last week. You, you said, were. You, you, I said was, Rusty. That was her name. That's her name because she yeah. has red hair. Not natural, but red hair. <laughs> I was telling Taylor. <laughs> There's an audition tape of her on YouTube. Like, she's 18 or something. Right. I mean, she's spectacular. She's right. a beautiful, beautiful woman. But brown hair, dark brown mm-hmm. hair, dark brown hair. But. Larry the Cable Guy said he dated a redhead. She didn't have red hair. She had a redhead. <laughs> um, anyway, she was spectacular. Her name in the movie was Rusty Martin, and he was Lucky Jackson. And it's a comedy and a musical and a race scene, uh, 85 minutes. The budget was $1 million, which was... Uh, apparently, they went over budget significantly. Not for the writers, and, apparently. Uh, <laughs> Colonel Tom, yeah, Colonel Tom Parker, Parker, Elvis's manager, uh, subsequently uh, through every other movie he did was on them on the budget like nobody's business because he wanted Elvis to make money. It did nine million at the box office. Wow. So back in the day, I mean, what was a movie theater ticket in 1964? A dollar? Yeah, if that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I mean, if it was a dollar or less, right. That was a lot of people. I could do the math. You know, mm-hmm. Nine million people. If it was a dollar, it'd be nine million people saw it. If it was fifty cents, it'd be eighteen million people. If it was a quarter. It's a lot of people. It'd be thirty-six million. It was starved for entertainment back then because he did like two movies a year. Sure, for nine sure. years. Well, and, and, uh, and just... bands back then did three albums a year. Is that right? Sometimes, yeah. So, hmm. but um, yeah, and apparently there was a love affair, and, and it's regarded. Critically, it's one of Elvis's best movies. <laughs> and there's two, there's two more that we'll, we'll review, uh, not today, but Good in Lord. future days is Spin Out, uh-huh. 
And, and, and clam, clam bake is, is the one? Clam bake, I think, had oh, some shoot. cars in it, too, I, as well. I can't remember. Well, but anyway. I should know that because, again, I'm a huge Elvis fan. Uh, I stayed, I was on some, again, cable or whatever right. it is, and another movie starts right away, and it was, uh, the, the, that's the way it is, which is from 1970, right. of him in studio, right. you know, practicing for Vegas. Oh, right. And right. that has a 69 Mark III black, triple black. And that's the first time I'd seen that when I first saw that that's movie. A, that and was that's, a badass car. That is a bad. I mean, him driving up in the studio. Yeah, it's very you, cool. If you had a, a Mark, oh man, yeah, that, and especially triple black. Yeah, triple black. that or an Eldorado or a Grand Prix of the era. Those were the yep. those were the cool guys, really cool guys. The 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 quasi cool guys drove the Camaros and the Firebirds <laughs> like me. Right. The cool cool guy drove those. So, uh, but the cars in the movie. I mean, Elvis drove a '57 Elva Maserati Mark IV mm-hmm. uh, or Mark VI. Um, there was a 58 250 GT Ferrari Berlinetta in the movie, which if you watch closely, when the accident happens, when Elvis pulls up next yeah. to the guy in the Ferrari and points to the, the knockoff wheel. wheel coming off. Oh, the tire. The yeah. tire, yeah. Yeah. And it, it starts to crash. It's the Ferrari. And then when it rolls and yeah. goes over, it's a Jag XK120 okay. in red with the same number on the side. Uh, of it. So they didn't even then want to wreck the Ferrari. So they wrecked the But X- they wrecked the Jag. Okay. Yeah. I think they wrecked a couple Jags yeah, in that I think movie, they actually, did too. which is why they went over budget. But the footage when it went, when they went across the Hoover Dam was cool. And then through the canyons of of all those rock formations, beautiful. Yeah, when that, they were doing the undulation yeah, road. And, it's beautiful. Yeah. Now they were when they first shot coming across the dam. They mm. were coming from the Arizona side, right? Little <laughs> faux pas there. Also, the opening shot of the whole movie is Fremont Street, and it is car related because back in the eighties, when I grew up in high, in right. the high school in Vegas, that was our cruise night. You cruise down Friday Fremont, night, yeah. Fremont Street. It went it went one way. Uh, and then they closed it and it became the Fremont Experience. And you right. can't drive it's on there. It's got a canopy yeah, over it canopy, now you know, and video lights. stuff. Well, and I noticed on, years ago. on one of the marquees, Kathy's ex-husband uh, worked for Roy Clark, and it was the Roy Clark show. Okay. Was one of the, I, I noticed that. Anyway, when we return, uh, we'll talk about a little bit more car-related stuff and some new inventory here at the Classic Automall. We'll talk to you in a couple of minutes. If you love classic cars, you're going to want to listen to The Classic Car Show with Tom Cox and Richard Lentinello on America's Web Radio. Live every Saturday at 9 a.m. Eastern at americaswebradio.com or on demand on your favorite podcast app. It's a museum. It's a showroom. It's an experience. The Classic Auto Mall in Morgantown, Pennsylvania is 336,000 square feet of rare, custom, and specialty automobiles on display and on consignment. From the earliest production cars to modern exotics, Classic Auto Mall is a feast for the eyes and the memories. Stroll through time in any season in this climate-controlled facility that you simply have to see to believe. Admission is free. Just remember to bring comfortable shoes. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. I think I'm going to have to start wearing a hat because my balding head is shining reflectively into the... <laughs> oh, there we go. See, we'll just have to cover up that head. Maybe we could get makeup. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> anyway, some of the new inventory that just uh, has come in recently. Speaking of Cobras, we were talking about there mm-hmm. was two 260 Cobras, uh, 260 cubic inch Cobras in the uh, uh, 
uh, Elvis Las movie, Vegas. Be the Las Vegas, yeah. two, two, six, two, Cobra 260s, yeah. which I didn't even know existed. Yeah, that so was, there's so much to learn about Cobras. I mean, the, the legend is, yeah. is so deep. Pretty amazing. Which yeah. one thought left on this mm-hmm. is is so interesting to see how Las Vegas has changed mm-hmm. the city. Oh the, the other one is shot the same era was uh, Diamonds Are Forever, the James Bond movie. Mm-hmm. And there was a gas station right across from the big Hilton Hotel right. and a German restaurant next to it. You know, that's all gone. Oh, and gone. the convention centers there and everything, but it's, it's pretty amazing oh. how that city's changed. And they just opened the Fountain Blue now, which uh-huh. I've heard is spectacular. Yeah. Well, if you've ever been to the Fountain Blue in Miami, uh, yeah. I don't know if it's any, I mean, I'm sure it's, re- you know, same company or whatever, mm-hmm. but it's a pretty it special place. Although it's a little dated, or it was the last time I was there. I think it's been upgraded since, but it's a really cool kind of curved building mm-hmm. and a beautiful view of yep. the uh, Atlantic Ocean there. And, uh, and then, of course, my buddy's got all the places down in Sunning Isle Beach, the Porsche Design Tower, the mm. Bentley Tower, uh, the what was the, Ar- Armani Tower. Look, Kathy and I went to visit down there when they opened. And these are in Sunning Isle Beach, which is these 70-story monstrosity, gazillion-dollar penthouses. And, and, you know, even the bottom floor is like $4 million. Right. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. You're on the par- in the parking garage, it's $4 million. Ground level. <laughs> Ground level. But they have uh, elevators that go up to each floor, and you can literally take your elevator up to wherever you're, if you're on the 70th floor, and unload your groceries and car, and it's, your car's right there uh, oh. on the 70th floor. Although, mm, I nice. don't think I could live on the 70th floor. I think my nerve factor would Me be. Me too. I'm with you on that. It's yeah. just a little too much. Yeah. I, I lived in a 12th floor one time and the power was out and mm. I had, uh, I was sick at the time. Right. I remember my, mm. my then fiance came and w- tried to help me up and down the stairs and she said, that's it. Nothing over four floors. <laughs> yeah. We're done. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, you know, it's, and it's unnerving because mm-hmm. if you had to leave quickly, you'd like to be a little closer to the ground. You know, they make those rope type ladder yes, things they that do. you can climb yeah. down. Only but. so, only so long. Yeah. Yeah. Two, two stories. Uh, yeah, maybe. I don't yeah. think maybe. Big, or, or you could tie a bunch of sheets together, you know, and, and I don't know pray if to is, God your knots were good. I don't, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to step on your line there, <laughs> no, no. but, uh, I don't know if this is true everywhere, but in LA, if you're up high on a building, they sway on purpose, on purpose. Yeah. They're, so they, they're they move, they flex. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't think I would live up there. I good think times. I would, uh, yeah, <laughs> going like this, seasick in your house. Some of these things are amazing, though. I mean, the 360 views of Miami and all that. But anyway, mm-hmm. we stayed down there. We went to the grand opening of the Armani Tower. They had an Armani fashion show, and Pitbull was the musical guest. And it was like this. This is like something you'd see in Hollywood or something. Sure. We were so out of place. <laughs> Fireworks were spectacular, better than you've ever seen that, in Disney World. Yeah, well, that's where the Fountain Blue in Vegas is supposed to be—a place where you dress up. Now, not it's not shorts and t-shirts. You and know that, what? And I'm all for that. Listen, there are places that deserve you to think about what you wear, and that includes church, and that includes funerals, and that includes weddings, and that includes a black-tie dinner doesn't mean you show up in a golf shirt, and you see it all the mm-hmm. time. People used to dress to travel on yeah. planes. We talked about that before, but well, uh, we'll I will see how long it lasts in Vegas, because people would dress down I, I, quite I a bit. Think, I think what will happen, as Steve was alluding to there, is that people are going to they're going to say, dude, we're going to have to succumb to this, because otherwise... Nobody's got a coat. Where are you going to get? So they'll have this whole room, which they used to have at restaurants. Mm-hmm. They'd have a, oh, yeah. a coat closet full of blazers. So if you showed up and didn't have a blazer and it was blazer required or mm-hmm. coat required, they'd grab you. Well, what size are you? I don't know. Yeah, the Friars Club. Yeah. yeah. Here, put this on. You got to wear this. You know, mm-hmm. I remember as a kid, two things. We used to always, when we, when we flew, we had to dress up. I had to wear a Navy blazer when I was six years old. And when we went to Ponte Vedra, and we went to the meals. It doesn't matter if it was breakfast, lunch, or dinner. You wore a navy blazer, mm. at least, nice. at the minimum. Yeah. Uh, and you know, people should 
dress a little bit better than we do. I mean, when you have khaki pants on and tennis shoes and people go, well, you're awfully dressed up today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, that would Things be, have changed a little bit. It's indicative know. of societal yeah, decline. I wore a collared shirt for you. <laughs> well, thank you. See, I do that, too. <laughs> I wear a collared shirt. Yeah, look, see, everybody's got collared shirts on. Oh, we're so classy. Steve's got the squeaky, squeaky vest. Anyway, new inventory. How about the 60, speaking of Cobras. Yes. Uh, the 65 Ford ERA Cobra 427, black over black, 427 cubic inch side oiler. Uh, V8, close ratio, top loader, manual transmission. ERA makes some really good Cobras. They make good bodies and, and all that. It's got a Jaguar independent rear suspension. Uh, one of the best, I mean, one of the best ones built. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, ERA has really been on the forefront, you know, on, on computers and that CRC technology where they, or CNC where they cut out mm-hmm. parts with water and, Digital computers and software and yada yada yada. I mean, it's all this stuff is pretty amazing. But they've been doing it for gosh twenty years or so. They were pretty much on the cutting edge of all this stuff that everybody takes for granted nowadays. Yep. Uh, but they didn't back then. But anyway, this one is really really nicely done. And if you want the big bad boy, the four twenty seven style. I mean, right? You know, and and it's not for everybody. Listen, that's that that car is for the right person. Mm-hmm. You know, if you. Come in here with your 16-year-old son to buy that for him. I might try to talk you out of it. Yeah, that's right. You know, yeah, for I, sure, for sure. That, because it's just not, that's not what it is. And listen, my little Cobra has a EFI 302 cubic inch 80s Mustang motor mm-hmm. in it. It's plenty powerful. That's right. <laughs> I don't need I can't anymore. imagine a 427 or 428 in those cars. And, I, uh, I've driven an aluminum-bodied 427 that was a continuation Cobra mm-hmm. from the factory. And came out of a parking lot and got on it. And I literally it had so much torque. It felt like the body was just going to snap in two. It just snapped into place, and it was jarring, I mean, the way it snapped into place. And it was so ungodly fast. you got to know what you're getting into when you buy one of these, even even the the recreations. Well, you know, the old story was Shelby used to put – he'd put you in the car, put the car in first gear, tape a $20 bill up to the dash and say, if you can reach it, you can have it, and put the car in, (laughs) dump the clutch and go, and you were just pinned to the back. Yeah, no way you were going to grab from what I hear, ER is one of the best uh, recreations, and uh, I sat I sat in it, and right. it does feel different than the, the other ones. And the others. other ones are nice. I mean, yeah, we, have yeah. some, we have some beautiful uh, rest- Listen, recreations. You can buy a $30,000 Cobra recreation, or you can buy a $200,000 mm-hmm. Cobra re- recreation. And of course, the real ones are, well, the one we have is 900000 plus, although... It's still here, so maybe it's not nine hundred thousand dollars plus, but it's somewhere in that neighborhood. We love having it here. We, we do. We, we don't want it to go. Real Cobra two eighty nine six nineteen sixty four. Yeah, CSX twenty one thirty three. Something it? like yeah, that. Yeah, close to I that. always try to memorize. Those. I know I do too. And then something else gets in your brain, and you go twenty two forty seven. What? I can't remember what's. It's it's a real deal though. I feel like sometimes I do have a little dyslexia with numbers. Uh, like I'll look at a number and then I'll transpose it somehow. Mm-hmm. And I don't do it often, but every once in a while enough, you know, between that and my Fighting in my sleep. Really? <laughs> yeah, that's like, and, and your dreams about <laughs> dreaming about uh, 1917 Packard that yeah. I can't get stopped or something. I don't know where that came from. And I was going 62 miles an hour. I knew that, and it was smooth. It was really impressive. yeah. They ride well. They, they ride, ride very well, <laughs> and especially in my dream. So I'm just waiting for the day when my wife says, "Yeah, I think it's time for separate beds." <laughs> You're a little thrashy at night. You know, I I don't know. I guess. Some people are more, mm-hmm. emote, you know, what I don't other, know. What other cars came in? Uh, <laughs> you don't like this conversation? You can just say just you don't like you it. Back on cars. I'm just getting you back on cars. You mean the rabbit hole was a little too deep? How about the 69 Camaro Z28? Le Mans Blue over Ivory. Mm-hmm. Uh, 67,000 actual miles, which is 
you know, think about it. That car is uh, 31, 54 years old. <laughs> yeah. Is that right? Gosh. That's right. You are correct. Yeah, 54 years old. It's got the correct 302 cubic inch V8, numbers matching Muncie M21 manual tranny, 12-bolt bolt axle, mm-hmm. uh, one repaint with the original metal. So, And that's important. If you're looking for a 69 Chevy Camaro Z28 with a 302, we actually have two actually very two. nice ones yeah, yeah. in inventory right now, yeah. and they're highly sought after, and these are very nice cars. Yeah, and this one is just, I mean, the title verifies the mileage, which mm-hmm. is interesting because... That's not very many miles. You do the math on that. It's it doesn't add up to you know maybe fifteen hundred miles a year that that car's been driven. Of course, that's not entirely that unusual. That's right. I mean, what would be unusual would be C one with two thousand original mm-hmm. miles on it or something like sure. that. But uh, but this one is probably visually one of the best ones we've ever had. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just really beautiful so car. tall. And then a, a little more affordable world is the sixty six Austin Healey Sprite convertible, uh, old English white, appropriate mm-hmm. color name. Uh, over black, and it's got lots of mechanical upgrades with an inline four, twelve hundred and seventy-five cc. So it'll, woo! Hey, after watching Viva Las Vegas, it's something you might want to get into. <laughs> I tell you what, these cars feel faster when you're driving they sure do. than they are. Absolutely, they, they feel faster than what the amount of horsepower that absolutely. They uh, and it's a four-speed manual, and it's a lot of fun for the money. Mm-hmm. And the lower you are, as we talked about this last week, the lower your center of gravity is, the faster things feel. Uh, that closer to the road, it's like being on a go kart. It always feels faster. It does than than it really is. So, uh, really an interesting car, and and it's kind of the cousin of the MG Midget, mm-hmm. which was uh, the little small version of the MG. And uh, but everybody's got an MG. Not everybody yeah. has an Austin Heel. Yeah, I mean, this I would is really say cool, very yeah, different. I would say that you'd, you're likely to see more midgets than you would mm-hmm. sprites, and you don't see a lot of those either. That's right. Uh, it's not like they're you know a dime a dozen. Uh, other new inventory: '58 Chevrolet Brookwood station wagon. One year only body style like this 58 Impala was the 58 Brookwood, which I still cannot grasp how they made any money doing this. And I, um, and I had to look that up. Mm-hmm. I have not heard of a Brookwood. Yeah. Brookwood. Yeah. But now that showed several years, uh, as far there were a lot the of photos. The name of it. The name. But the, but that particular body style was one year only. So okay. they called other things Brookwoods and they became like the, the bottom end of the market, uh, for station wagons because they had probably had eight or ten station wagons. You know, different models and makes, or uh, different models and and trim levels yes. and things like that. So yeah, some was that fifty eight was very cool. Some others looked like a four door sedan that they thought, well, let's just put this little cap like a pickup truck on the back of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sedan delivery, if you will. Yeah, yeah. and this one uh, is got a late model three fifty cubic inch V eight um, with a uh, automatic transmission, and this one is built to just be a good driver. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what. This one is. It's easy to drive. It's uh, easy to maintain. Uh, not a lot to go wrong with a 350 cubic inch V8 right. Chevy motor. And wagons are hot. And wagons are hot, hot, yep. hot. So, and then this unbelievable 51 Mercury that we got in this deep purple, deep grape, deep purple. That's a band, Smoke isn't it? On. Yeah, right. Don't let me sing ever again. Deep grape purple over white. This thing is chopped, shaved, smothered, channeled. You name it, oh, it's yeah. been done. It's like the the uh, hash browns at Waffle House. <laughs> what are they? Chunked? Oh, there's I like don't know. 14 different ways you can get them. You know, <laughs> slice, dice, chunked. Waffle fries. Waffle fries. Waffle House is great. Although, it's kind of an interesting place to go. <laughs> <laughs> 
Wow, man. <laughs> I wish they had one around here. I, I do. I, I love them. I love Waffle Hey, Morgantown, you listening? Yeah. yeah. yeah we Delaware, do. I think, the closest one. I think it, I think it would do well here, actually. I think it would really do well yeah. here, and I think especially with a casino. Business opportunity. There you go. Yeah. Ding, 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 ding. I mean, think about it. Late at night, 2 o'clock in the morning, nothing better than a Waffle House. The classic or Auto a, Mall Waffle House. Or a Crystal from the <laughs> South. If you're living in the South, Crystals were the little square yeah, steam Yeah, White hamburgers. Castles. Okay. Yeah. Yep. And Crystals were better than White Castles. And no, I don't know. I Wait a minute. Here we go down the rabbit hole again. 51 Mercury Hardtop is, man, this thing is so cool. 302 V8. This thing is a do what? I mean, it turns your head just like Pure show car. Pure show car. Just, uh, it's a lead sled is what the nickname of these was from back in the, were, uh, back in the day. And they're just really, really, really amazing cars that were so loved back then and so that's what the Hot Rodders all wanted mm-hmm. was the Mercury's. And uh, they kind of like the 40 Willys or 41 Willys. What was the movie with Sylvester Stallone? He drove a, a big old Mercury. Oh, Co- that was Cobra? Cobra, I yeah, think yeah. it was. That's on my list. Oh, good. Yeah. yeah. And so last but not least, uh, speaking of Mustang. And movies. And movies. Uh, the 2008 Bullet Mustang. Mm-hmm. Dark Highland Green. Duh. They right. all came they in all color. Came if you're going to be a bullet. Uh, over dark charcoal. One of 4,300 built. Uh, 315 horsepower. 4.6 liter. Uh, VA with a Tremec manual transmission, eighty nine thousand original miles. So it's 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 a used car more than it is a collectible car, but it's a lot of car for the money, mm-hmm. you know. And it's a lot of car uh, that you can enjoy and goes pretty quick. I mean, it's it's, it's not like it's, it's one you can drive. You That's can absolutely like. Like drive and a movie car and a movie car. A movie so car. there you go, uh, Mister Redundant in here. We also <laughs> have a twenty nineteen Bullet in inventory too. That's spectacular. Yeah. If you're into the Bullet thing, we have a couple of we have a couple of those. So when we return, uh, we'll talk about some other things, and uh, we'll be back in a couple of minutes. See ya. It's a museum. It's a showroom. It's an experience. The Classic Auto Mall in Morgantown, Pennsylvania is 336,000 square feet of rare, custom, and specialty automobiles on display and on consignment. From the earliest production cars to modern exotics, Classic Auto Mall is a feast for the eyes and the memories. Stroll through time in any season in this climate-controlled facility that you simply have to see to believe. Admission is free. Just remember to bring comfortable shoes. Since the 1960s, J.C. Taylor has been America's premier specialty insurance provider for classic cars, antique autos, modified, and custom vehicles. Our customers have trusted us to protect their prized possessions for more than six decades. For more information, or to receive a quote, contact our expert team today by calling 888-ANTIQUE, or by visiting our website at jctaylor.com awr. That's 888-268-4783 or visit jctaylor.com slash awr. Drive through time with peace of mind. J.C. Taylor. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back with the Classic Auto Mall podcast from the Classic Auto Mall studios in Morgantown, Pennsylvania. ClassicAutomall.com is our website. We've got a thousand zillion quadrillion cars on there. Uh, if you can't find it there, I'd may not, it may not exist. <laughs> uh oh, are you on? Yeah, there you go. Check, check. Yeah. If you can't find a car that you like, to, that you like mm-hmm. at Classic Auto Mall, then you're in the wrong place. Yeah. So we've had people show up literally who said, "Look, I have X amount of dollars to spend. I don't know what I'm going to buy, but I figure I'm going to find one here. Oh, something that I want. It's it's better than that. People yeah. come in this not wanting a car, right. not looking for a car. <laughs> That's our favorite. We're buyer. Just, we're, we're just coming, but the we're look, just we're looking. Just, 
We're just looking. Look, usually it's couples, retired yeah. couples, and yeah. and then it's they fall in love with something together. As they say, when they walk before they walk in the door, whatever we say, whatever we do today, honey, we're not buying. Not a walking car. out. And, and I I found that out when when uh, working in a couple of used car lots, right. or and new car dealers too, you found out that the, when the trade in was empty. Right. Then they meant to trade it. Right. But when it was full, full of gas they, and they were like, yeah. well, you know, I, this is oh, really that's a good nice. Trick. That's a good yeah. trick. Well, <laughs> I can tell you that the pact was always the thing that hard to break in the car world and the timeshare business. There's a lot of timeshares in Branson, Missouri. And the pact was always, whatever we do, we're not buying anything today. And yet, they come out with a portfolio of paperwork right, right, and right, they right, bought right. something because some people have a hard time saying no. Mm-hmm. Now, we don't pressure people. Timeshare business is the whole thing is pressure 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 everybody's going to die everybody's going to do this don't that's no excuse for them not buying something yep. and it's pressure 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 we are non-pressure 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 no we reason, are no. we're the other we're the antithesis of pressure right. we are look you don't want it you don't want it that's okay we're cool thanks for coming in right we appreciate you you just spending time with us absolutely and uh so anyway uh how about for the topic of the week you know last week was body styles this week is favorite shifters so my favorite is the Hearst His and Hers shifter, which was an automatic <laughs> transmission. So hers was you just grabbed it from park, went to neutral, went to drive, and there you stayed. Uh-huh. His was you pushed it over to the right, and then you had a shifting uh-huh. version of it. Now, it's not meant to be sexist by that. It no. was just the name of the shifter back then, and they're really cool. And there's two of them. Well, no, there's one shifter. One shifter. Oh, okay. What's the one with the two, those two shifters? Like The a, lightning shifter. The Marlin. The lightning well, the uh, didn't, didn't a 442 have four, like four, three? Two had, had two or three? Yeah, lightning sticks or oh, whatever. Okay. Well, you know, drag cars. Some of the drag cars, right. we just grab yep. each yep. As, as I'm doing this on the radio once again. <laughs> He's grabbing. You're, I'm grabbing in a grabbing in motion. Um, <laughs> you just grab each stick to yank it back into gear. So first was the first stick, second was the second stick, third was the third stick. You didn't have to do anything else with them, just bang, 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 mm. and then you were done down the gotcha. quarter mile. So uh, there's automatic on the column, there's push button, there's a four-speed on the floor, a paddle shifter. Mm-hmm. Um, so what's your favorite? Only because it was my first sort of car experience. Right. My aunt had a 65 Corvair and had a little tiny shifter on the yeah, on the dash. Three on the tree. Well, no, oh, on the on, dash. On the dash, yeah. Chick, chick, chick. It was like yeah. a little lever. Yeah. A little tiny lever. Like, it was almost like a toy. And then some of the DeSotos and, and Chrysler Mopar products back in the 50s had push button on oh, mm-hmm. the dash. And, and that's my favorite, but I've yeah. never driven one. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're, they're different because there's not a reference point. The thing I always liked about a column automatic or a, or a floor-mounted automatic is just by feel, you knew where you were. And one of our cars has a stalk thing that's up and down, up is reverse, down is drive, push the button in for park. It's not a natural reference point that you have there when you're driving that. And therefore, like you back out into traffic or something, and then you're fumbling to get going, and cars are <laughs> right. bearing down on you. And you're the, the electric Nissan Leaf I leased for a couple of years was like that. Yeah, it had a drive neutral. But I got to a car wash, and I'd never put it in neutral. Right. And I, I couldn't figure couldn't it out. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. the kid knew how to do it. But <laughs> now there and, were, and Randy said, what was it, trans? Oh, Lanco. Lanco. Yeah, the race. The race. Yeah. Ding, ding, yeah. ding. Now, Volkswagen had something where you didn't have to press a clutch, but you could a shift. Sportomatic. Sportomatic. That's yeah. right. Now, yeah. I, I drove one of those in college. I and DeSoto's cool. also, there was one that had the shifter in the center of the hub. That, that's of the, what I'm, the I'm wheel. Yeah. referring so to. So there was yeah. push button up on the left hand huh. side of the dash, and then there was ones that were in the center of the hub. And uh, those were really interesting as well. So hmm. there's our favorite shifters. And we have to give a shout out today because he's bringing us lunch. Our buddy. 
from uh, Ron's Original Bar and Grill down in Exton. First of all, number one restaurant down in Exton. Pennsylvania. Uh, Pennsylvania, if those of you playing at home. Uh, and they have an amazing menu. It's a kind of, call, it's an Italian restaurant, but it's got a little bit of everything. It's got, it's one of those menus that you go, holy crap, there are so many things on here. Uh-huh. Okay, I'm just going to start in the left-hand corner. Right, right. <laughs> Every time I come back, I'll just move down one until I get all the stuff. But mm. they do an amazing job. And they did something that a lot of restaurants didn't do, and they made it through the pandemic. And they made it because they, they morphed into takeout and catering and whatever they could do uh, to make sure that they didn't have to close mm-hmm. their doors and Smart. let their employees yeah. off. And their food is spectacular. Ron, you know, the added bonus to all this, Ron, who uh, uh, who owns the place, uh, is a car guy. Yeah. And he's, he's not – he's a – He's a certifiable yeah. car guy. He's like us. He's just needy. I imagine if he wasn't doing that, he'd be here. <laughs> right. He'd be like, uh, Stuart, yeah. is there something I can do? <laughs> right, right. Any uh, openings? Yeah, you got any openings? So, yeah, food uh, court. <laughs> yeah. Hey, not a bad idea. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, if you go to his uh, website, ronsoriginal.com, or check out the website, just uh, Ron's uh, Original Bar and Grill in Exton, PA. Stuart, give him some applause. Yeah. Oh, yes. You know, I have that, so I can do that. <laughs> I and can't play I, that in here. I well, don't know why. Because, <laughs> sounds like Carnegie Hall. It does. That doesn't sound like a, 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 kid, ro- a kid rock concert or the Van Halen <laughs> no. crowd. That's that's yeah. Carnegie Hall, a polite yeah, clapping. Well, look you know. at you, another one. Very nice. With white gloves and, you know, just the <laughs> Dressed smatter, up. a smattering of applause. Yes. Uh, anyway, check out Ron's Original Bar and Grill if you get a chance. And uh, uh, Hey, something that Steve was talking about earlier today. Uh, the, the Haggerty just came out with the 2024 Meet the Bulls, the Bull bear lineup, if you will, of what's going to be the new hottest cars on the market, uh, or the cars to invest in. That's right. Or to buy. To buy now. To buy now, yep. And top of the list is the 89 Lamborghini Countach 25th anniversary, which I think is, I don't know, it seems like that's been a little bit, a little while that it's been in that kind of position. This is not new to it. Uh, The 46 through 50 Chrysler Town and Country, those were mostly the Woody Wagons Mm -hmm. back in the day. I guess they were all Woody Wagons, and they are really cool. And uh, have been a little bit underpriced, I think, uh, over the years. Um, the XKR Jaguar from 2000, 2005, uh, those are just really, really cool cars. And that's a lot of car for the money, too. Mm-hmm. You can buy those for pretty cheap. And here's one that we've known about for a while um, that, for whatever reason, never took off. 64 through 66 Ford Thunderbirds. Yeah. You know, those are great cars. And we cars. have some in, yeah. in inventory, actually. They're yeah. great cars. They're great-looking cars. The interiors are amazing. Uh, unbelievable. Very, really cool. Very, very state-of-the-art. That's nice to see. Nice time. to see them on the list, mm-hmm. actually. And they're not a high-dollar car. Right. I mean, you know, uh, some of the other ones, obviously, the Chrysler, the Ferrari FF that's on there. Uh, the M3 BMWs, 08 through 13, which 13 was the last year for the V8, which is the one I had, which was a great car. Yes. But... It was, uh, it was not a practical car. Mm-hmm. It was a, I mean, you think, oh, it's a, uh, <clears throat> a BMW coupe, uh, so it's going to be smooth and this and that, but it was, it was a lot of car. I mean, it was the great brakes were very good, which, I, and I say that, I'm not saying that necessarily complimentary. Mm-hmm. They were so good that they just literally almost throw you through the dash. Right. And then either you were on it, and if you weren't on it on the accelerator, then it really had a weird, it was mm. hunting around for, for really? gears and, I mean, when you were foot to the floor, that tank was unbelievable. Really? Here to Reading, 
You know, just an amazing car. And then, last but not least, the 1997 through 2002 Plymouth Prowler, which we have, I don't know. Four. We have four, four of them in inventory right now. Yeah. Yep. Didn't we just feature them? And or we are featuring them. It's great that they're uh, on the list and uh, inve- as, as investments, really. Yeah. And uh, we have some spectacular examples in stock here. And also, I want to say, we talked about shooting brakes last week. Yeah. And the, the FF is on here. I'm kind of disappointed to see them because they were, the prices were dropping. Yeah, you might and have been able to afford one. Right. And, well, not, not really, but maybe in a year or two. Now Haggerty's put them on the list and, yeah. they're, and they're just so cool. I mean, you like 550 Marinellas, I know. Yeah, I, I know, do. 575. FF, yeah. 575. Yeah. FFs are my favorite, and the Luso that came out later, which is also a shooting brake. Uh, those are my favorite yeah. Ferraris. They're pretty cool cars, and I like the 599 GTB, which Ferrari Pennsylvania just got one in, or Ferrari Philadelphia just got one right. in. Uh, that's the right color, red with the tan, and and uh, it's an it? automatic or a paddle manual. How do you know? Did they call you? Or <laughs> I just happened to see. You happen to see that? It just happened to pop up <laughs> on my news feed for some. Un- oh, weird. weird! I was like, Kathy, how did this happen? This is so strange. She said, "Sell everything you got, <laughs> then sell everything that somebody else has got, uh-huh. and then you may be able to have one of those." And I said, "I'll buy what I want." And then I packed my stuff up and slept in the shed <laughs> that night. <laughs> no. Um, anyway, um, also the Mitsubishi Pajero Evolution. Don't know what that is, but that's on the list. Mm-hmm. 65 through 70 Impala SS, sure. which I think is making a little bit of a renaissance. I think it was popular. Mm-hmm. Kind of faded for a little while and has come back. And then the 81 through 86 Jeep CJ8 Scrambler. So those are the Haggerty Meet the Bulls 2024 hot list of Very things cool. that you want to buy and hold on to. Um, and... Some sad news in the music world. Uh, my not friend, but friend on the radio, Jim Ladd, uh, who was on, uh, KMET and KLOS out in Los I Angeles remember. back in the yep. day and had the, the best DJ voice, arguably, of any DJ Jim on the Ladd, planet. Man. I mean, he was great. Mm-hmm. And, uh, then he had a show called Interview and it aired on Sunday nights. It was syndicated, like on 150 stations. And it was, he interviewed Pink Floyd and U2 and, and the Eagles and Zeppelin and Crosby, Stills and Nash and John Lennon and just everybody. But it was, it was way more in depth than most, uh, interviews would be. And, and he had them because they were in LA and he was in LA. Uh, and then recently he just started hosting, uh, some stuff, not recently, deep tracks on, uh, Sirius XM. And he was 75 years old, hmm. which doesn't sound old these days. Uh, and it inspired the Tom Petty song, The Last DJ. Which That's is a right. great song mm-hmm. inspired by him. And he was also, uh, on Roger Waters, who formerly with Pink Floyd's solo album, uh, Radio Chaos. And he played himself as a rebel DJ. And then, uh, he was on the tour as well, too. So with yeah. Roger Waters. Rest so anyway, peace, Jim yeah, Jim yeah. Ladd, what a cool guy. And, uh, last but not least, we, we'd alluded to this last week. We were going to talk about Cash for Clunkers, that program that came out, uh, that where the, the government decided that mm. anything 1984 or newer, uh, that wasn't worth a whole lot of money or was high, uh, you know, didn't, it burned a lot of fuel or wasn't that great of a car, they would give you 3500 to $4,500 mm-hmm. for it. Mm-hmm. So no matter what condition it was in, no matter what the, the car was, uh, they would give it to you. They would give you this. So they'd give it to dealers and then dealers would pass it on as a rebate oh. to the, to the buyers. And of course, everybody was up in arms that, that all the classic cars were going to be gone. And of course, that really did. They, the government paid out 2.85 billion, uh, between 35 and 4,500 cars. They ended up, I think, 600,000 cars they, they bought back and then crushed. Mm-hmm. And it was cash for clunkers and it was 
you know, it didn't really change anything. The fuel economy didn't get better. The the emissions weren't any better. But it's the they had there's a list out on on the internet of every car that was in the program and got crushed for it. And, I had a small car lot, and it right. took a lot of the really affordable cars sure. that you know were a thousand, two thousand dollar cars. They were gone too. Yeah. That's right. So the most destroyed, 1995 through 2003, Ford Explorer or Mercury Mountaineer. Wow. 46,000 of those wow, were done. Uh, the two th- 96 through 2000 minivans, Chrysler, Dodge, Plymouth, 23,000 of those. The 93 mm. through 98 Grand Cherokees, almost 20,000 of those. But some of the outliers. Yes, I remember. Uh, 87 Buick GNX. I remember it well. Yeah. And, yep. and there was only one, and it must have been in hideous shape. Right. I mean... Uh, a 97 Aston Martin DB7, a really? 97 Bentley Continental R, hmm. uh, some Maserati bi-turbos, which is not surprising. Questionable. <laughs> yeah, those were. But, you know, you wonder about these cars, but, I mean, you know, I've seen some bad versions of these cars. I mean, like, I wouldn't give you $5. Right. Uh, and then, of course, there was an 850 BMW, some TVRs, hmm. uh, some F-150 Lightning Fords. Wow. And, of course, in the time, you think, oh, those weren't collectible cars, but... You know, in 25, 30 years, even now, mm-hmm. some of those are collectible. What they're going to be in 25 or 30 years. I mean, you think about cars back that are 50 years old now. That's right. And you'd just like to have, you could just have the VIN plate of it. You know, that's the most, that's the most valuable part of it. And that could be the same thing with some of these. So, uh, there were some M5s and M3s, some SHO Tauruses. I mean, there was, there was a lot of cars that, that, that went through the cracks, if you know, Supras and, and all of that. But there's a complete list. Uh, out there, and uh, you know, it's kind of ugly to us enthusiasts. Let's but, post it uh, on our website. I think we or should, link to it. Yeah, we could yeah. do that. So somebody figures that out, and we'll do it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Randy, <laughs> Randy, Randy. Thanks so much for listening, and uh, we'll catch you next week with the Classic Automall Podcast. Probably won't because we're going to be gone for Christmas, but uh, okay, we'll get one anyway. Happy holidays. See you later. You've been listening to the Classic Auto Mall Podcast with your host, Stuart Howden. Executive producer, Steve Safir. Produced and engineered by yours truly, J.R. Russ. Thanks for listening and sharing the Classic Auto Mall Podcast. Available on ClassicAutoMall.com, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Music courtesy of the Pat Travers Band. Produced by CarSmarts Media. Copyright 2023. All rights reserved. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.